Hi everyone and welcome to the Career Uninterrupted podcast. A place where we sit with some of the best and brightest minds to explore the changing landscape of careers and what this means for the future of work. I'm your host Lochan Narayanan, founder and CEO of Off Experiences, a pioneering platform that equips and enables mid-career professionals to thrive through career transitions. Joining me today in conversation are two of Off Experiences founding members, Manish and Deepthi. And in today's episode we talk about the need to build an ecosystem that supports mid-career transitions and atypical career journeys. Lochan I'm curious mid-career transitions that's such a specific area you've chosen to talk about what's been your thought process behind this So I do get asked this question a lot Manish and to be very honest I decided to talk about mid-career transitions because no one else is talking to us when you are in your 20s there are enough and more people giving you career advice telling you what you should do what kind of path to pick what subjects to study or what networking forums and places to be but by the time you reach your 30s by the time you have about 8 9 years of experience you're expected to have it all figured out and nobody really is talking to you at that time nobody really acknowledges the fact that you could be having questions you could be rethinking your career and that honestly was my story as well i went through multiple questions at different points of time in my career but it was after having spent more than a decade in a specific role i was in lnd and uh, was also a career coach for some time and i realized that that's not something i wanted to do but the fact was there was no one out there to guide me to tell me what should i be doing or what options can i explore and when i went out in search of finding these answers i instead found more people like me who were equally confused equally trying to figure it out for themselves and that was honestly the reason for starting up off experiences so here we are talking to all those that no one else is talking to and saying hey we are here to talk to you about career transitions and mid career transitions but uh, deepthi you also went through some career transitions yourself didn't you what was your experience so lochan i think my experience was uh, quite different from yours primarily because of the reason that you just called out my transitions happened a lot earlier in my career thankfully i think i finished 5 years of law and i worked in a tax and private wealth firm for about 6 7 months and uh, kind of figured out early on that that wasn't my cup of tea so i made my transition very early in my career and then i went on to freelance as an artist for a couple of years and then i joined an operations role at a child development center and then moved on to the hr and training space so all of this happened in the span of 4 to 5 years right at the beginning of my career and it was a lot easier for me because i think there were a lot more people willing to give me guidance give me advice accepting me to be a beginner and it was also easy for me to start each of my transitions as a beginner with a beginner's mindset and also just considering the the generation that i have been born into a lot of my peers were doing this it's not like mm. everyone around me had picked their career path when they were 18 and this just continued on to it um, mm. everyone around me was experimenting so i never felt alone in that sense and what i have noticed through the years is also that organizations do seem a little more reciprocative to having people from diverse backgrounds when they are freshers so my journey at least in the beginning wasn't 
so difficult. But that, again, is probably because I started off, my transitions happened a lot earlier in my career. Yeah. Interesting. Because uh, I believe the point you bring brought about Deepthi, I think there is a there is a time and there is a generational difference which also comes into the pace. So what two decades back when I started my career, organizations were not that much accepting as you were talking about. It was a very linear career path and uh, changing your line of work or doing something completely different coming back was not that easy. I guess if you look at my own career, I was lucky because I actually stuck around in sales for more than two decades. But for me, uh, I had a, I had a challenge because I started to shift my career and thought of uh, doing something different, which is into freelancing and solopreneurship. After about two decades, then I really didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't have too many peers who were talking about it or who I could share my thoughts with. And I actually had to go out, network, find my way, try to try to get into a community to to really get a, a guidance and support. And that's incidentally how I came to know about off experience and also drew it to me because. I believe that they or we all are today trying to solve a problem that a lot of people have. Uh, and I was one of the same persons about it. So what do you think, Lochi? No, absolutely. And like I said, I think when you are younger and you're transitioning or rather when you're going through career transitions, it just feels easier. But the fact is that organizations can't really remain inflexible for too long, right? If you really look at roles today, there are so many of them which didn't even exist like you know, seven, eight years back, like, I don't think social media influencer or social media influencer management itself was never like a role that somebody could think of. Similarly, like other spaces, you know, whether it's blockchain developer and and so on. So in some ways, sticking to a talent pool, which comes from a specific domain or industry for decades may not even give them the adaptability that they're looking at, right? Like, And careers are, uh, all these new things are disrupting career trajectories anyway. That's true. And I guess uh, career disruption, as you said, is not just by people, but by technology. Like a chat GPT or AI that is completely moving out some jobs, creating completely new career paths, job paths, which never really existed. And obviously, while a lot of new people will join them, a lot of existing people in linear careers may also like to move towards some of these and and that's where i think it's it's much more important now for organizations to hire for attitude and for behavioral skills over purely functional skills yeah yeah that's interesting that you spoke about behavioral skills manish and coming more from the space that we're in right now we're just a year or two post the pandemic a lot of transitions happened voluntarily but a lot of them also happened involuntarily a lot of people were forced to take career breaks. A lot of them were forced to switch to new roles. Uh, some of them, of course, chose to switch new roles. But I'm sure everyone in this space kind of have their own self-doubts and their own questions that they are constantly asking themselves. Right? There are questions around, will I be able to cope with a new field of work? Mm-hmm. Will I be able to transfer the skills that I've learned in my previous role if I have a two-year break or if I have like a certain number of months that I haven't worked. And I think for organizations to focus on the behavior skills, both in terms of hiring for them and also in terms of uh, nurturing and engaging their employees and creating that inclusive space to kind of ensure that the that these questions and these facets are being taken care of, I think, is important if they want to remain relevant 
as an organization. So I definitely think behavior skills and behaviors in general are something that companies do need to pay a little more attention to, as opposed to just focusing on technical and functional skills. No, absolutely. And, um, you know, if anything, the recent trends and surveys kind of uh, talk about whether it's uh, Gartner survey or, um, you know, talent trends report and so on, they actually talk about the fact that most leaders find it challenging to hire and retain talent in the last few years than ever before. And because the fact is that what people are valuing, especially post the pandemic, is a combination of a good like work-life balance, culture, inclusive workspaces, because it just threw everybody off. Suddenly people also started to realize that, you know, especially like if you look at women, they did ask these questions to say, okay, can I actually balance my priorities of being a working woman to being a working mom? And with the pandemic hitting them, it just only made it that much more difficult. So uh, there is there is a lot of need. And I think being uh, creating an inclusive workplace is not a choice anymore. I think it is just getting more and more imminent. There are a lot of progressive organizations that are making efforts to hire from different talent pools and support transitions, but these are still hiring in silos. There are also organizations that support atypical talent like career resumers, etc. However, again, these are still treated as diversity hires. What we really are, what we really need to start looking at it is to weave them into their, you know, into the existing workforce. We need to just create an ecosystem that is truly inclusive rather than bucket them as, oh, they're diversity higher, but really create an inclusive space where it's okay for someone to take a break and come back, where it's okay for a new mom to be there, where it's okay for someone, you know, to mid-career pivot, you know, after having spent 10 years in, in doing something. And that's really, you know, what will actually make people more relevant as well as more productive in their work. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's what we are trying to do with off experiences, isn't it? It creates to create basically an ecosystem that supports a holistic transition and builds inclusivity. And I guess the two key pillars of our program, of our entire initiative, which is one is the fellowship model, wherein the organization sponsors a group of selected individuals through a well-defined journey, wherein their entire mindset and behavior also sort of worked on and people do get the right coaching and mentoring so that they come out stronger at the other side and obviously the second part in terms of people getting coaching and mentoring as part of the program so that they can actually make that holistic transition in terms of not just their skill but also the right mindset with which they get back to work absolutely and i think the biggest challenge and I remember uh, Diti just mentioned saying the beginner's mindset and that the mindset becomes the critical piece for any transition to happen successfully and therefore for organizations and individuals to put their weight behind it they also need to support the mindset needed to make that transition and that's what we're trying to do with this podcast aimed at bridging the gap between organizations and career transitioners and others who are actually looking to build this ecosystem to create a form of active social catalysts that will make this ecosystem more relevant and vibrant. And as we do this in the coming months, we are going to sit down and have 
in-depth conversations with some senior leaders, HR leaders, CXOs, other allies to get their inputs on actually what is it going to take to build an inclusive workforce and also create that kind of ecosystem that ensures that despite breaks or a pivot, careers remain uninterrupted. Career Uninterrupted podcast is brought to you by Off Experience, a pioneering platform that equips and enables mid-career professionals to thrive through career transitions across life stages. 